0: And welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Well, as we continue our coverage of the 2023 Commodity Classic in Orlando, Florida, we start off today's program and learn more about fungicides and more with FMC's Gail Stratman. Let's dive in. Let's talk fungicides, corn fungicides. I know a new tool FMC has launched here to help our growers with that corn fungicide portfolio and management on our fields. Could you talk about that a little bit just to start?
1: So yeah, in 2023, FMC is excited to introduce a product called Adastrio. Um, it's a new three-mode-of-action fungicide that uh, that we're excited to bring. It contains a new SDHI or molecule that uh, is proprietary to FMC that we haven't uh, had, had in the marketplace in the U.S. before. So we're very excited to combine that with our long-standing triazole and flutriofol as, as well as a strobilurin. Um, fungicide in that so it's going to provide us some really nice protection long residual um, broad spectrum activity on some of our key corn diseases particularly you know corn gray leaf spot uh, northern corn leaf blight southern rust tar spot are some really key ones so really excited to bring that one to the market going to be limited in quantity this year we're really just trying to test that in the marketplace this year with growers and and really looking forward to, to ramping it up next year
0: well i think about as we kind of try to stay a step ahead of some of those diseases you mentioned um you know tar spot's a big one yep. northern corn leaf blight etc staying ahead of the game with new products like this to help manage it it's so key for our growers as they're trying to plant the best crop and grow the best crop that they can
1: yeah, absolutely. You know, we continue to evaluate what's happening in the marketplace, where, where crop uh, conditions are going, what's happening with some of these diseases. You know, a, a disease like tar spot is kind of new on the horizon, has been around for, for very long. But, it's, but we've figured out really quick, it's very aggressive and can be extremely yield uh, limiting when 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 we don't manage it the way we need to so like i said we're looking at, at all those avenues um looking at our foliar fungicides our at plant fungicide zyway has really gained a lot of uh, traction here in the last couple of years and interest from growers and so we're kind of figuring out how do we utilize that zyway to to have that on at planting time keep that plant healthy throughout the early and the mid and, and even the later part of the growing season maybe take out some of those earlier diseases and then we can target some of those later diseases like tar spot or or southern rust if we need to with a foliar fungicide. So it's kind of a one-two approach, yeah. not just using the single way that we've always done it and kind of looking how do we integrate different products and different timings into that disease management system to maximize uh, yield, maximize return on investment for that grower.
0: Oh, well, and I think that's so important now, having those you know multiple modes and different ways of doing things and maybe looking at changing things a little bit because you know I think sometimes we do the same thing over and over year after year and then we wonder, well, why am I not fixing this issue that? I- have out there so you know kind of being able to just look at doing some different things being open-minded i think to looking at different things is so key isn't it gail
1: absolutely it's just about being flexible and and keeping an open mind and trying different things you know uh, mother nature is constantly adapting so whatever we're going to try to do she's going to try to push back on and she's going to adapt really quick you know i've always said uh, there's a lot of years um you really ever you never beat mother nature some years you can play her to a tie but you really never beat her and so you've got to keep it on uh, things on on, on schedule and, and keep keep your management options open. And so that's where, like I said, using things at different times during the year, the early applications, the Zyways at the planning time, the, the foliar applications, really keeping all those opportunities and, and options in your arsenal is going to be the best approach. Gail, if
0: growers want to learn more about Adastrio, want to learn more about Zyway, I'm sure reach it out to their local retailer, their going online lots of different ways to stay in touch isn't there
1: absolutely you can contact your local fmc star retailer or uh, or you can go to our website ag.fmc.com and get more information Gail we strap in with ffc thanks for joining us here at commodity classic we appreciate it it was my pleasure thank you
0: next up let's talk a little bit about farmers for soil health we've seen some recent movements with that program we learned more from jack cornell of the united soybean board let's talk about farmers for soil health getting this signed now, obviously very exciting stuff. I know we talked about it before, but catch us up on the latest just to start.
2: Yeah, so the latest is now that we have it signed. So there's $95 million and with uh, 70 million of that going directly to Farmers for Cost Share. But a big piece now is now that it's signed, we can actually start implementing a lot of the technical assistance at the state level. And with that, this technical assistance is guided by the state commodity group. So each state commodity group Got together, agreed with us, wrote a contract that said, hey, we want this technical assistance to look this way. So it's guided by the states, it's not guided by a national organization. And so, with that, this technical assistance can help farmers navigate the cost share program, but also the climate space in general, right? Yeah. So, not only just our program, but all those climate smart programs.
0: Well, having this assistance, I think, is so key. I think, you know, last time we talked is, for farmers now, having the resources available to figure out different things and figure out where they're going, that, it's just so important. I mean, those resources have to be there.
2: Yeah, and, you know, in order for uh, farmers to kind of advance and how they get through cover crops and conservation practices, it's really important for us to have a boots-on-the-ground approach, to work with growers, to understand, hey, it's it's, uh, June – Have you thought about buying your cover crops yet, you know, cover crop seed and thought about the plan, right? Because we understand, you know, as a a farmer led organization is that it's not just a, you know, one management practice. You have to think about your whole operation holistically and how it impacts your whole farm. And so it's important that that technical assistance is in place year round.
0: Well, farmers want to learn more about the technical assistance, just everything in general with Farmers for Soil Health, what's going to be the best way to do that, Jack?
2: Well, they can uh, go on the USB board uh, website and check out the information there. Or we have a FarmersForSoilHealth.com that they can go check out and, and visit. Uh, and, you know, my contact information should be on there and they can feel free to contact me.
0: Fantastic. Jack Cornell with the United Soybean Board talking Farmers for Soil Health. Thanks so much for the time. Thank you. And once again, that is Jack Cornell with the United Soybean Board. Before that, FMC's Gail Stratman joining us last week at Commodity Classic in Orlando, Florida. We'll have more updates from Commodity Classic coming up here the rest of this week and into next week here on American Ag Today. One news headline, want to share? Canada has requested talks with Mexico regarding its decree banning biotech corn imports. The request came under the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, just like the request from the United States. The U.S. formally requested technical consultations last week with Mexico regarding the issue, the first step towards a dispute resolution panel under USMCA. Canada is not a major exporter of corn to Mexico, but is concerned about Mexico putting prohibitions on agriculture biotech products, according to Bloomberg. Canada also raised concerns regarding Mexico's lack of respect for trade regulations agreed to within USMCA. Now, the updated decree by Mexico limits the important use of biotech corn, including banning white corn exports immediately. Mexico's economy ministry claims it will demonstrate with data and evidence that there has not been an effect on trade and that it has acted in accordance with the USMCA. The United States counters that the decree is not based on scientific evidence that biotech corn is safe. That is going to do it for this episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. Thank you so much for joining us once again. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.